So hello, this is um, University Radio Bath, this is election week. We're joined with Joe, who's running for Activities Officer. How are you and how's the campaign going, Joe? Yeah, hi, I'm good, thanks. It's great to be here. Um, campaign's going pretty well. Uh, obviously, questions to candidates quite a lot but on Monday, but it was, it was fun. Um, had some really good discussions. And then, yeah, I've been on the parade yesterday and today for quite a lot. So, yeah, good. Brilliant. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and why you've actually run for activities officer? Sure. Um, everyone's getting a strange feeling of deja vu here. <laughs> oh, um, no. Yeah, so I, I've been, I'm currently the chair of Computer Science Society and I was the secretary for the previous two years. I've been part of a lot, lots of SE societies and other kind of student-led initiatives. Um, and, yeah, I think there's just a lot I can bring to the role. I'm really kind of excited about... The possibilities there, uh, particularly in terms of departmental societies and what I can bring there. Sweet. So we are going to take a bit of a deep dive into manifesto, but before that, could you just quickly, briefly sum up your, your manifesto points? Yeah, sure. So main thing is departmental societies. So uh, computer science society is kind of a, a blip on on the radar. Typically, departmental societies don't do very well at the uni and haven't been well supported. I'd like to change that if possible. Uh, Sustainability-wise, I think you know the university declared a climate crisis three years ago hasn't really done that much towards it in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, we'll get on to them I'm, I'm on the radio saying these things um, and I think it'll be better like I think there's a lot we can do to like set out a roadmap towards net zero emissions um, uh, supporting the arts I think uh, there's been various attempts over the last few years to support the arts societies better but uh, I think the main issue is currently advertising these events um, and there's kind of a lot lacking there and we can probably help with that um, and then lastly, committee support. So expanding training processes, emphasizing gender, disability, cultural awareness training, um, supporting uh, existing committees as best we can. Um, relating to students, how do you think we could improve the SU events to be more inclusive to particularly postgraduate students and international students? Okay, yeah. So um, uh, Victor, the current activities officer, has recently started an initiative to include uh, basically a postgraduate officer into all departmental societies and kind of societies generally to have postgrad specific events and like maybe separate budget requests to the SU uh, and I think that's a really great initiative uh, BCSS have been working with Victor on that and I'd like to continue that and expand that if possible um, potentially the same with international students although also I think the expanded like, cultural awareness training and that kind of thing can su- help support international students a little bit better within committees yeah, sweet. So you also spoke about departmental societies collaboration, co- collaborating with each other. I was wondering, across all societies, do you think there's an appetite for great collaboration? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, uh, I'm lucky enough, like our society, have had various, uh, various collaborations with other societies like tabletop and board games, uh, video game society, all that sort of stuff. And I know like ChemSoc Physics are doing various like Faculty of Science stuff recently, which has mm. been really good. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, there's so much more scope for like interdepartmental, inter-societal, like con- connecting the arts to the other societies, because currently they're considered a very separate bunch. Um, yeah, definitely. And I'd like to support that as much as I can. So how would you convince societies that are a bit more reluctant to collaborate, to collaborate with another society um, for the benefits you just outlined? Uh, hmm. So main thing I think is committees currently don't talk to each other. Um, there's a lot of a lot of suggestions that were thrown around in the Q and A actually, which are really good. Mm. Like um, like getting chairs of various societies together in a room to discuss their events, like not overlap their different events on the timetables and that kind of thing, as well as seeing where they can help each other. 
uh, just generally, I think being more aware of other societies when you're running a society allows that collaboration to happen a lot better. So having like that open forum would work well. Um, could you quickly explain the process in which new or even existing departmental groups join the SU and how you'd potentially like to see this simplified? Right, so currently um, it's exactly the same as like any other new society joining. And if there's, there, are, there are plenty of existing departmental societies that are not non-SU affiliated and they'd have to apply to the SU as if they were a new society, which is quite a process. I know um, Illustration and Animation Society have just spent a year getting set up going through paperwork and mm. it, it was a process <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just like if there is already a society there that has members but isn't SU affiliated there probably should be a way of streamlining that I, I haven't necessarily I haven't personally set up a society so I don't know the exact ins and outs of that yet but I think there's definitely conversations that can be had yeah so you spoke about sustainability earlier when you briefly summarized your manifesto and I said we was going to get back onto it I feel like you may have already answered this question but um, the university did set out a climate framework to achieve carbon neutrality by 2030. Do you think this is both achievable and a good enough target? Yeah, so they, they said um, kind of phase one and two uh, emissions by 2030 and then phase three by 2040. Phase three is essentially like buses coming onto campus and that kind of thing, mm -hmm. so indirect emissions. Um, I think it is largely in line with what uh, other larger groups are doing and what, say, most governments are in theory at least committing to so i think it 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 is a good target mm. um but in terms of how they're actually going to get there there's very little there's no policy in place at least not nothing public uh saying what they're planning to do when they're planning to do it and we're about what a third of the way to that 2030 goal since they announced it mm. and i think there's something missing there do you have any ideas for the clear roadmap net to net zero that you speak about in your manifesto? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, so like sustainability practices are improving, you know, like the exchange program is good. Um, uh, even things like getting rid of cash on campus, it does, I think, help and like simplifies that kind of stuff. Uh, I think there's a lot of places that that could be improved and uh, like the water fountain like water fountains across campus is getting better mm. uh, things like um, the SU said they would they got funding for uh, putting bike repair stations across campus um, but then this hasn't actually materialized and like e-bike solutions and that kind of thing is lots of things that are thrown around but not talked about or not currently in place uh, so I think there are a lot of ideas and also we've got groups within the SU that know this stuff you know, we yeah. have societies and we have active, basically activists here, like um, various green campaigning societies that should be included in these discussions better directly rather than kind of on the sidelines there doing their own protesting and conversations around this and they're not being included in the bigger yeah. discussion. So. Yeah, so moving on to the arts. Um, in your manifesto, you said they're doing an incredible job. Um, they're obviously putting on so many great events. I personally would say a lot of them are going under the radar. Um, you may agree, you may disagree, but how would you plan on bringing more attention to these events? Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I've been a part of Chaos on and off for the last four years. Um, and yeah, it's the concerts and that kind of thing are incredible. And so few people actually even know about it when we talk to people. Um, and so I think, you know, more, more time on the various SU social medias. Um, we've got these screens up in the SU. We can use them to like advertise these events better 
um, obviously mailing lists and that kind of thing, but <laughs> it, people do get annoyed with emails. Um, we also, obviously, we now have access to the, the SU has more access to the edge than they ever had, have before, but then there are various things I talk about, like uh, there's broken equipment in the edge, and it's not, there's not an easy way to report it. Mm. Um, practice rooms are open 10 till 4 every day, and people are usually busy 10 till 4. They yeah. want to do, like, playing the piano before or after university, so it's, it's quite strange that those are the opening hours. Um, I know this is going off the question a little bit, but it's kind That's of fine. more generally <laughs> about the arts. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think, like, using the direct, like, SU social media and that kind of thing would be a big step towards yeah, advertising really, yeah. the larger events. Now, how would you encourage participation in the training that you want to implement, which focuses on gender, disability, and co- cultural awareness training? Sure. So, I mean, when... when any new committee member starts, there is mandatory training that already exists. Uh, the Welfare and Inclusivity Officer and the Chair in particular have to go to uh, Welfare and Inclusivity training. But currently it's very generic, it's quite vague, it's, you know, be friendly, mm. be a good place, mm. signpost to the correct places. Um, there are much more like rigorous and specific things that can be discussed regarding like like gender and identity and like just so people don't fall into like making simple mistakes to avoid um and disability training right so so many events are currently not accessible um i think amber has where a few different uh offices of candidates have talked about this um so many events are currently not accessible at all and like disabled people can uh, mobility disabled people can go along to these events and then realize there that they're Mm. not disabled that that they're not able to actually get up the stairs or that kind of thing so uh including that in advertising for events a society may be running or considering different venues that may have step-free access that kind of thing it's just not something that a lot of societies are even thinking about because it wasn't past that initial training yeah so i'd say just including a lot of that in initial training and at, as part of that mandatory training and then also giving optional resources for people to go and further educate themselves yeah well, well i'd Finally, I fear you may have just pre like kind of briefly answered the question already, but I've liked to ask every candidate I've interviewed the same question. So you've got other candidates you're going against. You've hopefully read their manifestos. You know what you're going against. Is there anything from someone else's manifesto that you were you read and you're like, oh, I wish I'd put that in mine? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think... I can't necessarily talk specifically to you. You don't have to do that. Um, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think, and that came out more so in in the questions to candidates. Like there mm. were some really good things uh, discussed about the arts that I hadn't necessarily thought about. And also more recently, there's been a lot of stuff, a lot of discussions about the central budget fund and the issues surrounding that mm. that weren't included in my manifesto. But I've kind of formed points on since having had conversations with other candidates on the parade and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's been really good to kind of work with them on this, actually. It's been a really friendly atmosphere. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Joe. Um, we exactly. hope, wish you the best of luck. Um, we hope you're not too tired by the end of the week. Um, we've only got a few few hours to go, or 24 hours to go. But um, yeah, so if you're listening and you've enjoyed this interview, we've got interviews all over Spotify. The voting is now open. The voting's been open since Tuesday. Uh, it closes tomorrow at 5 o'clock, and the all-important results out on Friday at 4. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you soon.